Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. This is our podcast for week 48 in 2015. And with us is Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. She will help us look at the links we published this week on discoculiaheadlines.com. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Hi, glad to be back. Well, I trust you had a good Thanksgiving. Yes, and, and interesting enough, even Thanksgiving is a challenge for people with Discoculia. Is that so? Yeah, well, cooking for our family and friends, I had to continuously adjust the measures and quantities as the number of guests changed. Hmm. Well, someone with dyscalculia would have a hard time doing that, just crossed my mind. One of the interventions we do is actually with measuring cups, where we role-play this. But yes, our Thanksgiving was wonderful. Wow, even with Thanksgiving, she's still involved in dyscalculia. Well, that's passionate. Uh, let's get to our first link of the week. Uh, it's a link to a numeracy test for teachers. What's the meaning of that test? Well, this is a very simple, according to me, numeracy test, now compulsory for anyone who wants to train to become a teacher. And thousands have failed the test since it was updated three years ago, which in my view is a good thing. No? People who fail this test really need to consider if they want to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. If they fail the test, they need to do some extra work and get some help to understand the concepts better. Mm-hmm. The big problem with this test is that it only applies to new teachers. So we can imagine how many teachers are out there who have not done this test and may fail in equal numbers. Right. Well, that would indicate that there would be hundreds of thousands of teachers not capable of doing these basic calculations. Mm-hmm. Well, which is obviously not a problem if they would teach language arts or history. Right. But in many schools nowadays, teachers have to cover multiple subjects. And when that includes math, it becomes an issue. Yeah. So I want the best for our children. I want our teachers to be the best and have a really easy time solving these questions so we can be sure that our children get taught by only the ones who will be able to teach them these things. Right, I, I see your point. And, and also, I glanced at the questions. I mean, they're not that difficult, so I'm confident that the teachers who pass the test will have a good foundation to start and uh, learning to become a teacher. Well, our next link is to the kidshealth.org site, where they list wonderful resources for parents and teachers. Do we need to say anything more about this? Yes, yes. This is a great resource for parents and teachers alike. I went over the recommendations for teachers of children with dyscalculia, and to my great satisfaction, their first recommendation is to encourage parents to get the child evaluated. I've heard that before. Yes. Yeah. Next, they list a few recommendations. Nothing new, but always a very good repeat. First of all, they say, uh, give extra time to work on math-related assignments. Mm-hmm. Don't add stress, because that's counterproductive. Right. Use graph paper for students who have a difficulty organizing their problems on paper mm-hmm. and keep all the numbers aligned. Planning and organizing students' approach to math problems and use estimating as a way to approach solving math problems so mm-hmm. they have a, a sense of what the answer can be. Mm-hmm. Use objects, real, small, toys, manipulatives, anything you have lying around, mm-hmm. paper clips, whatever and visuals to help solve problems. 
then start with concrete examples before moving to harder, more abstract concepts. And it's mm -hmm. a really important yeah. uh, thing. Explain math concepts and terms clearly and encourage students to ask questions. And then last but not least, provide a quiet place to work with few distractions. So really a great site, good list and super that they start with a recommendation to get the children properly diagnosed and start treatment. Good, yeah, I guess that's where, where it all starts. The, uh, the following link this week gives us a PDF document about development tasks. What is that exactly about? This is also an interesting read. The paper talks about how five systems of human cognition have been determined so far. One of them is number. Two distinct systems of basic numerical capacities have been described. First, the approximate, and second, the exact number system. Okay. While well, different tasks have been produced to assess the capacity and functioning of these two systems, and they're very important for doing math, basic. Uh, the purpose of, these of this paper is to determine and explain the major types of tasks used to assess numerical capacity. Now, what they mention is first, task one, subitizing. So looking at dots and perceiving the number. Right. The second task is number comparison, uh, numerical strope. So sometimes you print a smaller number with a bigger font or in a different color and okay. um, kids get distracted by that. The third task is about perceptual quantity estimation the fourth task is about a number line estimation, and then the last one is simple uh, arithmetic. And people have a basic, maybe inherited, capacity to mentally represent or access number in two ways, either approximately or exactly. These tasks address the capacities and how well you do on these tasks indicates if you might have dyscalculia. We are talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the links provided during the week on our website discoculiaheadlines.com. The next link is to a very nice picture from a parent and a child turtle with a wise message behind mm -hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, this is a sweet picture. And the message that it has uh, is it doesn't matter how slow a child learns as long as you encourage them not to stop. Something like, as long as there is movement, there will be progress. Right. So, picture, the picture comes from Dyslexia and this group, who call themselves a support group for dyspraxia, dyslexia, dysgraphia, and dyscalculia. Although the Facebook page they link to from their Twitter account lists only developmental coordination disorders, so dyspraxia and dyslexia support. But you can join their closed group that again lists dyscalculia. A, a little bit complicated setup but a group with the right focus and wanting to provide support, so we encourage that. Yeah, I guess they just need to clean up <laughs> their, uh, the listing of their services. And, and the message is well taken, though. Parents and teachers can get frustrated about the pace of progress when working with children with dyscalculia. But one of our golden rules of tutoring children with dyscalculia is to work in their pace, mm -hmm. not in the pace and the progress of parents, teachers and tutors. Well, from time to time, I get overexcited about making progress and want to finish my planned intervention. But realistically, it won't work until the student is really ready for it and can focus long enough to take the lesson in and understand the intervention. Mm -hmm. 
And we always need to remember that the student forms a concept in their mind, connected to other concepts they already have. It's an active process by the student. And we as tutors can only facilitate that process, not force it. Right. It needs its time, I guess. Yeah. It needs its time. Yeah, and also the picture appealed to me as, as we actually have a large turtle paradise dominating our downstairs hallway. A <laughs> leftover from our older son who went to college and left his parents a pet, two pets actually, and um, my husband got passionate about it and built a real paradise for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like turtles. Uh, they're slow and thoughtful, uh, so that's good. Well, the final link for this week is about a mother who blames her child's dyslexia on herself. So, are learning disabilities contagious? Well, not so much contagious, but uh, certainly there is a growing understanding that learning disabilities can be hereditary. I'm slightly dyslexic and my daughter is very dyslexic. My other children do not show any signs of learning disabilities, though. Mm -hmm. The body of scientific work about dyslexia has established lots of evidence that there is a genetic component in the condition. With dyscalculia, there is not enough research yet being done. With, uh, and parents with dyscalculia can cause dyscalculia with their children, so we need to look into that. But considering neurological abnormalities that may cause learning disabilities, you can certainly say that there should be a higher awareness with parents that if they have a learning disability, they should have their child tested. Right, yeah, they should be alert to that, I guess, if it affects themselves. Yeah, likewise, as in the article in the link, when your child gets diagnosed with a learning disability, you may think back about your own school years. Mm -hmm. And you may find that you have had an undiagnosed condition, and when in doubt, check it out. It's never too late, and it may put things in perspective. Right, after the fact. Well, very helpful. Those were the links for this week. And as always, thank you for your help, Dr. Schroeder. And until the next week, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services. You can also follow her on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Free downloads and a free Discoculia screener are available on her website, discoculiaservices.com. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.